Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening, folks. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And, of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. Boom, baby. <laughs> How are you? You really should be an announcer. Whatever. You'd be good at it. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, how you doing, man? Awesome. Feel good today. I've been feeling good all week. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Work's dragging a little bit. Like the days just are dragging on, you know. And I've been busy. Usually, you think when you're busy, you look down and like, oh my god, it's five o'clock. Let's get out of here. Right. You know, I've been busy all day, like constantly. You know, somebody coming up, taking care of business, and just been just a slow day, slow week. Okay. Yeah. You How know, about I, you? Actually, this week's been busy. It's yeah. been really busy. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of what they call project work. Developing oh, project plans, so it's kind of been you like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's a little different, you know. Yeah. I'm not a PMI guy, but yeah, I like doing projects. Just not used to the whole project plan part of it. You get it. It won't take you long. I know. I know. It's just it's a little different, you know. Right. So, but yeah, doing a lot of research into kind of accommodating some. Interesting challenges, I guess, is the way you look at it. You so, know you got a good mentor to make a phone call if you need to. I know. You know, he wouldn't hesitate telling, you know, giving you some hints and tricks and tips on how to be a hell of a project manager. Oh, okay. Who are you talking about now? I, and I'm trying to think of his name. You're talking about John? Yeah. Oh, Baldwin? Yeah. You oh. know he would love to talk about that. I That's, know. I mean, the, guy's, the guy's phenomenal. Right. But, doing that, but he's not doing that anymore, is he? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. he's the only one doing it, actually. Oh, Sarah retired. Yes, I know that. Another guy kind of stepped up, but he didn't have the skills Sarah had. Okay, yeah, he's a good guy, but you know, he's not. It, yeah, I don't think they gave him the reins like they did Sarah. Yes, you know I mean? yeah, so well, but she earned that too. Let's yeah, just well, be she honest, was good, she was yeah. good at her job, yeah. So she could stir the pot really well. <laughs> she could. The bitch's bitch. She always called herself the bitch's bitch. Oh, I I didn't hear her say that. I thought it was funny. The first day I met everybody when I got hired on. Okay. And we all went to lunch, and she called herself the bitch's bitch. Oh, my gosh. I never I don't remember that. Okay. I don't remember that. That's funny. There you go, Sarah. Somebody out yeah. there. Yeah. You ever listen to our podcast? Yeah. It's all about you. Buddy. Yeah, there you go. 
the funniest moment I think with Sarah from me, and I'll just share this quick, is when she had that um, stand-up in her office of her husband, and they had cut out the face, and people were putting their <laughs> putting their face in it and taking pictures with it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I thought that yeah. was hilarious. So, <laughs> so we're we're talking about dating. Oh my god, we're we're back on this routine again. Okay, now. In our defense, folks, we haven't been dating much. I'll be honest with you. I've been, like, going out to the sites and been, you know, trying a little bit. But I haven't been hardcore dating, I guess, more than anything. And I, I remember what was yeah, – I'm going to mention TikTok again. Oh, we're going to do that 20 times today. Probably at least. Uh, somebody was talking about, you know, women are wondering where all the good guys are at. Right. Well, all the good guys are getting tired of the crap. And so they're not out there looking as hard anymore. And I I was like, oh, ouch. But that is so true. Because you do. Oh my God! Don't this is gonna this is gonna be a two hour vet if I start talking. I know, and then this she is, gets under my skin like crazy. But go ahead. I was gonna say, and then there was another one, and you can relate to this. If a guy shows interest, tell him you're interested. Because here's the whole thing: if he comes out a good man, and is like kind of comes on to you and asks you for your number and you don't feel the same way, he's going to feel like he's a creep or a stalker. Right. And he's not going to do anything. So it reminded me when I saw that of a certain Bucky's event. (laughs) Right. You know, let's just, because you could put it in that perspective. You're just being a nice guy. And yes, she showed interest, but she didn't really... You know, she could have just easily said, you know, look, here's my number. Call me. Right. And left it at that, you know. But if you would have asked her for your num- her number, she would have been like, oh, he's a creep or he's, you know, he's a stalker or, you know, there's this, this Me Too environment that we are in makes it really hard on a man to actually approach women without see, being looked that- at negatively. If they don't want to feel a fear of asking and getting rejected, I'm going to tell you, this lady, all she had to do was say one thing to get my attention when I was turning and walking away. Right. She could have said, hey, that's all it would have taken for me to turn back around and ask her for her phone number. Right. Or she could have said, wait. Yeah. And then I would have taken the lead because she acknowledged the fact that, hey, There's I a... want more attention. Yes. Yeah. If that would have happened, that it, I would have had her phone number. Yeah. And then, of course, she would have turned out to be a narcissist and, you know, dumped me. Whatever. <laughs> Not all women are like that. Oh, my God. How come all the ones I date are? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm that my pick are so broke, guys. That's that's just you're the way just, it goes. Yeah, you're in the wrong circle. I don't know. That's just crazy. But see, okay, so here's the deal. You said something about us not dating for I mean, not being on the dating scene. I kind of got back with the old girlfriend, you know, and hung out with her for I don't know, three or four months. And it it's just not, you know, it, it's not it wasn't gonna work. It just wasn't gonna work. And as soon as I said you know, this this isn't working. And I left. I haven't been on Match. I haven't been on Facebook, Bumble, or any of those. I on none of them. Right now, the accounts were still there. As soon as I walked in the house Saturday afternoon, when I walked out of hers, my phone started blowing up. <laughs> three different ladies on Match and three or four on Facebook. It was like they all were standing over, sawing us break up, and they're like. Oh, hey, I'm interested. Oh, hey, I'm interested. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just a quick look. I'm interested. Here's the thing that pisses me off. So I'm like, okay, I'm not ready to get back in the game, but I'll respond to him and at least chat. You know, if something feels right, then I'll pursue it. And out of the seven that said they were interested in me, probably three of them, I returned interest in them. Yes. And started chatting with them. And then all of a sudden, boom, nothing. Okay. Like nothing. They they got down literally. And we're not talking about uh, I am or texting or whatever on the app for days and weeks and months. No. We're talking about 48 hours of a ba- little bit of bantering. Some of them aren't very good at bantering. So saying, hi, ho- hope you have a nice day, that kind of just dull things, yeah. you know, I would try to come up with something snazzy that I heard that says, I hope your day's filled with a, you know, a bunch of beautiful smiles, you know, something different than have a nice day, or I hope you have a good day, you know, that just bland crap. So I'd come up with these, and I even researched phrases again so that I could get the creative mind flowing right. and come up with something on my own. Nothing. Nothing. Really? Yeah. I'm like, you women reached out to me showing interest. I responded in kind, showing interest. And then after 48 hours, that's it. Done. I even got to the point in 48 hours, me and this one lady were eyeing each other back and forth through the app. I sent her my Facebook profile. And the next day, I sent her an LOL. I'm like, hey, have you stalked my Facebook page yet? LOL. Nothing. Okay. Then I was like, all right, well, I'm getting ghosted. A day later, she said, she texted me something. And then I said, have you had a chance to stalk my Facebook page? And she said, no, I haven't. And as soon as she said that, I was like, we're done. If you're not interested enough in me within 48 hours to take five minutes out of your day of somebody that you're interested in to look at their Facebook page to see if you're really that interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I was just like, wow, really? One lady actually responded and it was very dull for a couple of days. I sent her my Facebook thing. So what do you mean by dull? It just. Just like. Hey, how's it going? How was your day? Dull. 
no bantering, no cut up, no funny, you know. And I, you know, really? I, okay. I was nothing. Just asking questions asking, about you, anything? Yeah, but they were, that was just like, okay, so what do you do? You know, oh, I'm an IT nerd. You know, I'm trying to cut up and be funny. Right, right. I work, Geek work Squad is what I tell them. In a in a badass city called Mount Bellevue, because she lives here in Baytown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, I know the place. <laughs> okay, you know it. Yay. How do you know it and why and wh- so what's that, the, yeah. Exactly what you're doing is exactly what I was doing. So she, yeah, I know about it. And then I'd go, wow, I've, do, do you know somebody that works here? You know? And then she'd go, no, but I have a, she said, I have a family friends of mine that live right across the street from your office. I'm like, do any of them work for Enterprise? No. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is not fun. So I damn near gave up on that one too and just went, you know, I'm just not ready because this is ridiculous. Okay. You know, you got to, if you're interested in somebody, show some effort. You're you're a little you know, jaded here, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely jaded with the kids. It, I'm I'm just like, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, that lady just started texting. Now she's got her her hours are a lot different than mine. She works two to ten, and of course, I work eight to five. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. she started blowing up my phone last night, like blowing up and telling me about her and asking questions and engaging. And being funny, and we were bantering, and it was all going real well. And she's like, "How the hell is a guy that's exciting and as fun as you have been single this long?" Okay, and I, went, I went, "Wow, that's a long story. We're gonna have to have coffee or a drink over that one to get her to say okay." Yeah. Her response was, "How long have you been divorced?" And I'm like. I opened the door for you to say, hey, let's meet. Yeah, I know. I know. Nothing. So I said, I've been divorced for 12 years. She said, oh, that's a lot longer than me. And then we went right back to the no questions asked. And then, of course, it's already late. You know, by this point, it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And I have to get up at 5. She's, you know, so I just kind of, she asked me one question and I I didn't answer it. I went to sleep. and Right. I, I I didn't know what her sleep schedule is yet. I don't want to wake her up at five thirty six o'clock in the morning I know. and feel anxious and excited. So I waited till about eleven ten thirty, and I said, "Oh hey man, I, I said I crashed hard last night, passed out on you. So here's your answer." And I made it funny and cut up. And man, she was up, and we've been texting each other. So. I gave her my Facebook profile. She immediately looked at it, and she asked, she goes, how awesome was it was to work at SeaWorld? And I came back with the long answer and funny, you know, story. Yeah. And, and I said, uh, did you enjoy stalking my page? And she said, LOL, yes, I did. I guess that means you want to stalk mine now. And I went, absolutely. And so she sent me the link to her page. And then this is the thing that shocked me. About, she goes to work at two. About one thirty, my phone rings, and it's her calling me through instant messenger because she doesn't have my cell phone. Right, right, yeah, through Facebook. I pick yeah. up the phone. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, 
this is so cool. I didn't think you would call me. And she's like, oh, yeah. And listening to her voice, I was I was melting. Okay. She's got just the I, – I, I loved her voice. That's good. So we really get a, so t- yeah, we really get a chance to talk that long because I was looking for a hole to duck in so that I could talk the way I want to talk because I was sitting at, you know, not – 10 feet from my boss and my coworkers. Yeah, it's no way you could get on. Oh, honey, yeah, no, it's 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 okay. Yeah, we can. No, I, wanted no, be, I wanted to be funny and cut I'm just up teasing, and, man. I'm just you know, teasing. It's harder to do that stuff off the cuff when you're under pressure in front of watching you. You know what I'm saying? I know. So I found a place to run off. The, the conference room is right next to my office. There was a guy in there. Oh, ouch. I went. Here's the thing that's really funny about this whole deal. So I got to say on the phone, and I'm like, hold on a second. Let me get to a place where I can talk. I went to the conference room. There's a guy sitting there. And when I turned, there was the ex walking into the conference room because they were having a meeting. Oh, wow. I just kind of turned in the opposite direction. It just bailed. Yeah, he was like, I got to get out of here. Yep, yep. So it it was a quick conversation. She's like, well, I'm here to get gas. I just wanted to. Say hi, and I'm like, all right, this is good. So it's a step in the right direction. You know, yeah. she may be uncomfortable until she gets to know you more about meeting in person. Some people are like that. It seemed like, I mean, she picked up the phone and called me without provocation or without saying, "Hey, can I call you?" or "Do you want to talk?" She's dialed the number. Yeah, but but you know what I mean. It's easy to call somebody through Facebook because you don't have to give out your real number. You don't have to do any of that. So there's still that safety net is what I looked at it, you know. She didn't sound nervous. She Her voice sounded like her and I have been dating for months and months, and we, we, we know each other fairly well. Right. And that was how... And the conversation was quick. She's like, well, I'm here to get gas. I'm on my way to work, so I hope to talk to you later. And I said, yep. And that was it. I said, okay, bye. So what does she do? I mean, okay, this is interesting. (laughs) Since you brought up the the old story. So she's retired. I guess, I don't know. I haven't figured out what she did in the past, but she retired, and she got bored. So she went and bought a house, and now she works at Bucky's. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. She works at Bucky's. She said, "I love my job." She said, "I absolutely love working there. The people are great. They take care of you. The money's okay." She said, "I just bought a house, so I'm struggling moving into that and working at Bucky's." You know, right? I don't know if she's doing a part time thing, but she just told me she was off. She's off until next Tuesday. But she's got grandkids and daughters and stuff like that that have, you know, things going on and stuff like that. So Yeah, so she's busy. Yeah. I said, wow, I guess I'm not going to be able to have a drink with you. Well, she probably went into work at that point, so I haven't gotten a response back yet. And she told me she doesn't have her phone at all when she works. Oh, really? Yeah, she gets off. Yeah, she said, "I, I put my phone away. When I go on breaks, I go on breaks to whatever. She says, and I'll pick it back up when I leave at 10 o'clock. I said, it works. I'm good with that. Because my whole life I've always said, eight to five Monday through Friday, work always takes priority. If you're off and I'm working and you want to talk, I'll talk as long as I can talk, or vice versa. Yeah. If I'm off and you're working and I want to talk 
and you got to work, you just have to say, hey, babe, I love you, but I got to get off the phone. I got somebody in my office. Done. When you're when I'm at work, the ex and I used to do this. She'd be at work or I'd be at work. And if I called her to ask her a question, you know, it's always been a big deal in my life to say, I love you, bye. You know, because you never know if that's going to be the last time you say yeah. it. So always I love you, bye. Well, we had decided when I was married that all goes out the window if we have to get off the phone while we're working and only while we're working. Yeah, I didn't so, care, but that's just me. Yeah, if if we were talking on the phone and somebody walked into her office, she'd go, okay, I got to go, and just hang the phone up. Right. You know, no goodbyes, no I love yous, because it could be the boss, and, you know. I don't. Need to be, I know you don't. <laughs> I, I, just, you know, I know what you mean, but yeah, I, I, do. I, I don't disagree with your point. I, I, I know not, a lot of people are like that. It's probably the more appropriate thing to do. Personally, I just don't care. Well, see, you get harassment when you do that shit. I'll give you a perfect example. <laughs> Who was it was on the phone, um, and they were talking to their wife <laughs> or girlfriend, whatever, and we all walked up, and there were five or six of us, and now his boss is Kelvin. You know Kelvin. Yeah, okay? I know. Yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin's a guy, and yeah. this is a guy. Okay, we're just going to call him Sam. I, I can't remember who it was. But I just remember the, the situation. So Sam goes, all right, baby, I love you. Bye. And the whole group went, was that your boss, Kelvin? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's you great. Know, so you, you walk into harassment because if he was talking on the phone to Kelvin, he's not going to say love you. Bye. And you got to stop doing that at work. Because I don't know how many times I've been on the phone with somebody and go, OK, I'll get with you in a little bit. Love you. Bye. Yeah. They're like, what, what the hell did you say? <laughs> and this like a director or the senior vice president. <laughs> see now, now, see, okay, now I will, I, I will tell you this, okay. I I have been harassed for stuff like that. It yep. maybe not the same scenario, similar, but my comeback is always a little more crude. So they were like, "Oh, was that Kelvin on the phone? Yeah, he was just reminding you." Or he's reminding me to tell you that you need to meet him under his desk in an hour or some shit. <laughs> See, that would be a good comeback. So but when you do that and they come at you like that, embarrassment strikes in first. So your face goes red for a second. Then you might have a snappy comeback. You know, uh, you weren't ready for it. Oh, no, I'm ready. for I For where we worked, I was ready for that all the time. Come on, man. You know, I work pipeline work. It. The the pipeline guys, they are just, you know, Can no you back in the day. Now yeah. it's not so much. No, I will I will agree with you. Right now people are a little more PC or SC or whatever you want to call it, you know. But yeah, I mean it, it's it was pretty funny working the working the field and working the plant and the pipeline back in the day. Right. So yeah. Now and pipeline guys are still that way. Uh, it that's the oh, funny thing. Geez. Even mm-hmm. the women now have super bad trash mouths. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They don't get offended because they know that, you know, you're surrounded by men that are going to be sitting in front of a board for 10 to 12 hours a day, five, six, seven days a week. Right. Right. You know. Well, so. and, and the funny thing is, is I remember in, in my family, this is how we are. Um, and And we tell people this all the time because... Sometimes we'll make a comment and somebody will look at us with a really crazy look. 
but in, in our family, and, and this is how it was in the pipeline too, you don't joke or make fun of people you don't know. Oh, I got a great story about that. Okay, okay. And I know we're doing dating today, but I just want to share right. this. But the reason is is because if you joke with your friends, they're less likely to get offended. They know you're joking. Right. If you do it to your family, they know you're joking. If you do it to a stranger, they don't always know. They don't, you know, the boundaries aren't there. You haven't defined what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And so that was the beauty thing for me working on the pipeline. You always knew kind of where you stood with people. And that's why you could make jokes that just, just on the fly, whatever. And it's the comeback, you know, I mean, you're constantly back and forth, you know, but this, oh, no, what about this? You know, and you're, yeah, it's a back and forth. So Witty was kind of crazy. I, since you said that, I have to follow it up with this story because it just proves positive what you're talking about. Okay. I'll, and I'll be quick. We just hired a comms guy. Yes. Okay. A new guy, a new com- communications guy in Mount Bellevue. Yes. First time I met him, I walked up and, and the other comms guy that I've known for years introduced me to him. And I said, hey, so-and-so, how you doing? And I shook his hand. And he goes, Wow. He said, I didn't know they allowed short and bald people into IT. Really? Yep. And I went, oh, so we're going to have that kind of fun, are we? Yeah. Instead of getting offended, yeah. I knew he was joking. I knew he was nervous. It was his first day. I don't know if he thought he got the job and it's above his thought process or he doesn't have the skill set and he's nervous. But he came at me, guns blazing. Well, it could have been Dave just told him, hey, Nick's a great guy. You know, he's because that's we have a great relationship with Dave. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. I, you know, I've, yeah, exactly. So he said that and I went, oh, so it's going to be one of those. He's like, well, yeah, bring it. And I'm like, OK, are you sure you want to do that? And Dave goes, oh, no, here we go. And I didn't say anything to him. The next day we had a fiber cut. Yeah. And so. I said, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave and Ronnie still to this day laugh every time they just think about it because it was so funny. And I don't know where it came from. So I sent an IM to all three of them through Zoom. And I'm like, guys, we just got a call from the knot because they're looking for you guys. We had a fiber cut, blah, blah, blah. One of you guys needs to jump on it. And Dave's like, I'm over here in a critical, blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. And Ronnie's like, I'm not even at the plant. I'm at the doctor's office, and my re- immediate response was, well, somebody get low rent out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just called him low rent because he was bragging about this 3,600-square-foot home that he's living in. Right. And it's five-bedroom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where's low rent? <laughs> and Dave, it, they, they didn't even respond. Dave dropped whatever he was doing and went to look for the fiber. Because <laughs> after that, that guy hasn't said one thing. About how tall I am, or my bald head hasn't given me shit at all. Because <laughs> like, he, he couldn't handle it. Oh man, it, it knocked him right off his feet. Because he came back to me later. He's like, What do you mean, low rent, man? I live in a nice neighborhood with a nice house. And I'm like, I don't know where that came from, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> exactly. And he kind of laughed, but you could tell it offended him. He hasn't messed with me at all. Well, that's because you know what? He stepped over a boundary. 
And so you stepped over a boundary and that put him in check. Well, I didn't even think I was stepping over a boundary and probably neither did he, but we set our boundaries really quick. Yes, exactly. So now going forward, whenever there's an opportunity, I'll throw in a little dig or say something funny and get him to lighten up and say, okay, we had our little fun. Right. Let's move forward. Right. So now now, now, do you do, do that in dating? You know, that's probably a a hard no. <laughs> you don't have probably boundaries hard. with dating and, and Oh no, no. I I have boundaries, but most women I can only think of one that would come out of the gate with guns blazing like that. Okay. And that was the severe alcoholic that, you know, almost got thrown in jail with on uh, yeah, our yeah, first Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to listen to that story, online dating part three. Yes, Jesus. Back in October. Yeah, go listen to that episode. The poor lady. I feel sorry for her. I really do. Yeah, crazy first date. <laughs> I, I'm more of very, you know, on, on first dates and dating and stuff like that, I'm very submissive. I'm very, you know, I'm not going to come at them. And they even say you need to be a little bit, you know, because they say if you if you walk into a place, let's say you walk into a bar. Right. And you see a good-looking woman. Well, you want to compliment her and shortly after that, put her down. But don't, you know, don't just go flat out. Just go, wow, you're really beautiful, but looks like you didn't get a chance to do your hair up like you should have. You know, not like you're ugly, you know. Yeah, I know. Like that. And they say that if you do something like that, that all she's going to focus on is wanting your attention after that, wanting to get you to look at her and say, you are the best looking woman in the room. All right. And I, I don't do that. I really don't. I don't either. I try to find out what their love language is and then just sucker them right in. So if it's acts of service, I'm going to go over the first time over the house. I'm going to be cleaning the kitchen or cooking or, you know. Right. If I like them, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play that. I don't know how to play that macho. To me, that's macho bullshit. And it's not, actually. I need to learn how to do that, but I'm not. I'm just me. You take me for who I am. Yeah. I'm going I'm to go, wow, you're really good looking, except for that toenail polish. What the? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy dude really 50 year old woman that hadn't polished her nails in like six months like an 18 year old kid or a 16 year old little girl right how the polish was only on half of it worn down to nothing <laughs> that's if funny I, if I went out on a date with a woman and her fingernails were like that yeah would run I mean, run. At 50 years old, you should be able to at least take it all off or put it all on. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I just threw up my mouth a little bit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're so funny. But, I, you know. I know. Just weird. But, yeah, the dating scene, God, it, it I don't, I, I'm still struggling. I don't get it. Okay. Why? Go ahead. No, no, I was... You don't understand it. I was going to say, you had a story, I think it was about the TikTok girls looking for dates. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, now you got to share this story, because I haven't seen this, and, and, you know, I just barely started TikTok, so it's, this is all kind of, I'm still learning the whole routine, 
But you had a really interesting story. So tell tell us your story on, on what's going on there. Well, this is the one thing that I thought I think about. I'm not sure if it's a story if I told you the story. So when I first got on TikTok, one of the big niches to to watch when I was going through it was there's a song that says, "Here's my age, here's my sign, here's where I live." I don't know the rest of it, but as they're pointing somewhere on the screen, it puts their age up and it puts their sign up and it puts where they live and that they're single or something like that. And it's, it's a TikTok that says I'm single, ready to mingle and want to date. Right. So that people can leave their comments and yeah. Yeah. And these women get hundreds of thousands of responses. Right. Hundreds of thousands. Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> are you going to pick any, or are you just doing it for, for attention? Rating, for an attention, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've never heard or seen any video that says, I met my husband on TikTok. <laughs> and we, you know what I'm saying? We got together. <laughs> You know, I'm going to cut this clip and put it on TikTok, man, through. right? I'm going to cut this clip because this is this is hilarious. Yes, I met my husband on TikTok. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny you talk about that. Emily, what's she's it, awesome. Emily W. King? I know we love yeah. her. Yeah, she's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's hilarious. But she's still single. And so, you know, there's got to be a million guys that would love to go out with this girl. Oh, they got to be blowing her up. How does she decipher between all that? Exactly. How do you do that? I'm freaking out when I get one, and she's getting hundreds of thousands. Well, of she's hits. got 19 million subscribers now or some followers now. 1.9 million. Oh, 1.9 million followers. Okay, yeah. sorry. But still, yeah. I mean, if you had half of those were guys... You know, how many of them? It's really interesting because she has said in her TikToks that most of her followers are women. Really? Yes, because they want to learn that women, they say that women didn't learn how to treat, a man was raised how to treat a woman. Yes. Women were not raised how to treat a man. No. For the most part. That's what they're saying. I'm not, that's not my opinion. Right. Although I do tend to agree with it. But that's what they're saying on these TikTok pages. Right. Sort of like the the women are taught how they should be treated as a queen, but they aren't taught how to treat the king. Yes. They're taught to be subservient. Well. They're taught to shut the, up and clean the kitchen and have babies and take care of the house and do that. That's not the world today. No, it's not. But they're not even taught that anymore. I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, I make the comment about king and queen folks, and it has nothing to do with the whole royalty, king and king of, king and queen of a nation. It's more of the partnership of a man and a woman is the key point here. And this is what we talk about. It's the partnership has nothing to do with one being subservient to the other. And you know what? I am a firm believer, and I know people hate this, probably why I'm single, but I don't buy into the whole happy wife, happy life. I 
believe it should be happy family. Yes. Because if one's happy and the other's not, yeah. That phrase is a perfect example of the way it used to be. Happy wife, happy life. So we all tiptoe around the mama when she's having her round dates. Yes. For that time of the month or whatever it is, and they're not feeling good, we're all tiptoeing around making her happy when everybody else could probably be miserable. Now, that's not every household. And like I said, I'm not. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm not a psychologist, and I'm, I'm just saying what I've learned through all this stuff listening and what TikTok has taught me is women aren't that anymore. Women, I think relationships now with the younger age is they're equal, but the man has his responsibilities and the woman has equal responsibilities. It's not like this. Yes. You know yes. It's not, he's got a tremendous amount and she doesn't. The man doesn't have to be the only financial bearer of the household anymore. No, no. And, and the woman doesn't things. have to be the only cleaning person in the household anymore. Exactly. Yes. Laundry. <laughs> laundry. <laughs> yeah, we love to talk about laundry. But I mean, that's what we did. Even when when I was married, my wife, when she got her job, we actually sat down and says, okay, one of us is making more money, so you don't split if the mortgage is $3,000 a month, you don't split it $1,500 piece, right? That's not the way that should work. You should pay according to how much money you make, both of you together. Okay. So if he makes $200,000 a year and she makes $100,000, she should pay, and I'm just A third of it, and he pays the other two, two, right. two-thirds. She pays 1000 he pays 2000 That's the way. Or she could be making two hundred grand, and he's making a hundred. Right. She pays two thousand, you know, so it should balance out and be equal nowadays. Right. Back in the day, it's uh uh-uh, uh, I need it. I'm ready to have another kid. You're gonna stay home. I'm gonna be out at you know, at the bars with the guys. No, won't do that anymore. Nowadays, you can't say, Hey babe, I'm going to a topless bar. She's gonna go, All right, let's go. They don't have any problems going. Yeah, I know. I know. So just as an example. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, that pre- that presents challenges in the dating scene because of the expectation of what you're expected to do. You know, it really, it, it does pose challenges. See, I did. Last year, I dated a lady. It was all about old school chivalry. I pay for every meal. I pay for, I pay for, I pay for. And I had a problem with that. Which reason, you know, the relationship only lasted three months. But because I'm not that guy. Now, I'm not the guy either that is a deadbeat and going to lose my job the minute I move in with you and you're going to be supporting my ass while I play video games and smoke dope all day. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen either. But. It does happen, but I, I want that equal grounding. I don't want to date somebody that doesn't have a job. Right. No, I did that. Been there, done that. And that T-shirt was holy and felt its thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a terrible T-shirt. Yeah. A terrible T-shirt. But, you know, it's funny you talk about that, but I... There, if somebody is going to stay at home, 
and not work, you got to understand there's an expectation with that. I want to be that wife. I Whatever. Shut up. I, not, <laughs> it, I would love to be married to a woman that brings home the bacon. But I guarantee you that woman will wake up with whatever she wanted for breakfast. When she got home from work, there would be dinner on the table. I know. Yeah, I you talked that. about that. But yes, I I would be, I think I would be a badass house husband. House husband. Especially at this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not to call myself a wife. I know. It's just funny. I'm good with the wife, too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. You're gets a house you spouse. The idea. House spouse. Yeah, there you go. House spouse. <laughs> house spouse. That's a good one. Because it's, you know, it's gender neutral <laughs> in our gender neutral world. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm a them while I clean the house. I'm exactly. A... <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, but I'm just saying I'm okay with that. I know. And if I got into a relationship where her career was just blossoming better than mine and she was making more money than I was and we were in love with each other and we came to an agreement that both, you know. Right. Nick, you're at age. Why don't you go ahead and retire? Right. And take care of me. Man, I you have any idea how much I would jump all over that? Yeah, I know. And the funny thing is, is you wouldn't sit around and do video games because that's just not your thing. I, I, I can't do the video games. I know. I can't. I know. Now, I might get her off to work and then go play around the golf, come home and take a nap because I drank too much at the golf course, but I'd make sure I get up in time to make sure dinner was ready. Yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, I would slip and have to, you know, order takeout, which is not really all that bad. No. Because I love to cook, and I'm not a big, I don't love to clean, but we talked about, do you rather do dishes? Do you rather, you know, that kind of stuff. I'll do it all. Right. I, I'm, I'm single. I do it all now. Right. You know? Exactly. You have to do it all, because and you got kids, so you're doing it for more than just you. Yes. Yes. I play the, the part of mom and dad. Yeah, but you would not be a good house husband no i wouldn't <laughs> i'm no not. sir you would not yeah okay so why do you think i'm not a good house husband i gotta ask that question well be honest well i am i i am more subservient in a relationship than you are okay that's a fair point i'm very empathetic and very not any you know Everything's going to be focused about her instead of me. I don't want to hurt her feelings. I want to do it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to make her happy. What do I need to do to make her happy? What is she, you know, is she in a bad mood? What is going to happen? You know, yeah. that's me. You're like, uh, I'm half this relationship too. I have an opinion and I'm, yeah. You're not going to walk in this house and start barking orders. Rub my feet. Where's dinner? You're not going to talk to me like that. No. I won't allow that talk either. But then again, I would never do that to my wife and be serious about it. Right. Right. I'd walk in the door, slap her on the butt like you're, we're supposed to do and go, oh my God, you're the best cook in the whole wide world. When am I going to get my dinner pretty good? You know, I would say it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't walk in, sit down and go, bitch, where's my beer? I'm, I'm, that's, uh-uh. No. I wouldn't want to be treated like that, so I'm not, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't yeah. treat people like that. I mean, Nick, Nick's, no. Nick's making jokes about me, but I do. I will say that. I will admit that. I am not the type of person who's going to let some girl walk in here and be like, 
okay, you know, I run the show and this is, you know, I'm the woman. And if you want what you, if you, if if you don't give me what I want, you're just never going to have sex again. And I'm going to be like, okay, there's the door. See you later. About cutting sex off. That's the worst. That's the stupidest thing you could do. Then guys have affairs and they go, I don't know what happened. But no, to back up, I didn't mean to say it in that particular fashion. So if the woman's the breadwinner. Yes, I, I she, know what you meant. I'm teasing you. Yeah, go ahead. She has a certain amount of of rigid discipline and structure during her day. Yes. Not even man, woman, anybody can just turn that switch on and off. No. She can't be the person that everybody looks to, the one that has to make all the decisions all day long, and then walk in your door and go, you know, and then be the subservient one while you're going, hey, I got dinner going. I need to talk to you about this. We need to get this taken care of. Well, you know, it, you have to give them a cooling down period. Male, female, doesn't matter. Right. Now, I do know That's, some women who okay. can do it. I've actually yes. met a couple of women who, well, and actually men too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people I, I, can't I, on and off. I actually have a friend who is very... Not fully subservient, but subservient to his wife. He he, his wife wears the pants in the family. But when he gets to work, he is like the complete, you know, ass. He's the boss. He's completely like he jumps on his guys when they don't follow what they're supposed to do. And it it, it it's so funny because I I reference it to a he keeps it all bottled up when he's at home. And it comes all out when he's at work, (laughs) you know, and so, but you know, that's, that's their relationship and it works for them. There's nothing wrong with that. They've been married a long time and they're happy. Okay. So don't get me wrong. They're happy. As long as you can make that work, no matter whether it is. Yes. If you want her to take all the control and you're happy doing it. If you want him to take all the control, women want men to take control, especially old school. Well, but you see, know, we talked about that on the when we go out on a first date, you give him three choices and you pick out of the two, you know, yeah, which exactly. one you like, and I'll pick the two. Right, exactly. So, well, and, you know, yeah. but I was going to say the beauty of that relationship, and we've talked about this, is she meets his needs and he meets hers. Yes. You yes. know, in a different in a different person with him, it might not work. A different person with her, it wouldn't work because they Come meet each me. other's needs. Yes. yes. And, and that's what I love about it. Now I will tell you that me and her, we would be back and forth, a little banter, because you know, she's would I always like to jack with, you know, make man jokes. And right. so I would make, you know, um, Woman jokes, you know, and, and you know, if you're gonna come at me or come, you know, come at the male species, I'm gonna, you know, be chauvinistic a little bit just to have fun with it. So, you know, but it was so funny because he would sit back and laugh and watch it. But I knew my boundaries. I right. knew he's a friend of mine. I don't want to ever go past a certain point and offend him as a friend or his wife as a friend. Right. So, and but that's the whole point. You got to know your boundaries, and and we always did. But it was funny as hell. Great relationship, but they had a perfect. You they, know, they liked the way 
worked for them. And it did. It worked for them. Now, it wouldn't work for me because I'm a different personality. I'm a different person. You know, so for dating for me, that's my challenge is finding someone who meets my needs. And, you know, we you hear it talk. I heard a really funny one on TikTok again. Um, this girl was talking about um, you want the guys to help you do laundry. But they can only do it your way. And if they do it wrong, you get upset at them. Well, if that's how you're going to act, then why should they help you? That, that was my ex. Yeah. Yeah. Need you to do laundry, but I need you to do it this way. Well, I'm not going to master it, you know, on one load. Exactly. So Ex- when you get pissy with me, then no, I'm not going to do it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And see, that's 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 kind of so that's the challenge for me in dating is meeting someone that will accept my quirks and my, you know, because I here's the folks. You you guys haven't seen my house. Some of you have. But I live in a man cave. 100% my house is a man cave. Okay? If a girl walks into my house, she's going to be basically overwhelmed with kid and testosterone. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. But that is just the... I mean, I don't know. Nick, what do you think? Is that a... No, you're right. No, it is. It is a. It is the whole house is a man cave. Yeah, you got swords hanging all over the place. You've got paraphernalia for gaming all over. Yeah. You, at one point, the room that you're in used to be a workout room, which is supposed to be the dining room, the formal the dining room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and now it's an office. Yeah. Studio slash. Yes, exactly. If you were married to a strong woman, all of that would be in the garage, and you'd be sitting in the garage right now. Sweating your <laughs> Okay, and there would be where Nick made the point, I would not be married to that woman. <laughs> because if I was in the it's garage, single. so would she. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's like, honey, I need you to put your desk in the garage. Okay, yours is going out there too. Well, if yours goes out there, then I have room for mine. Well, but if mine goes out there... Yours can go out there with me so I can put my ex- exercise equipment where my desk was. Um, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm going to one-up you on that one. Okay, go ahead. He put all my stuff out in the garage. I went, okay, so I built a room. It's a two-car garage. So yeah, you built a room it, in I the garage. Room, had an air-conditioned duct running in there, sheetrocked the walls, painted it, put the internet stuff in there, boom, man cave. Right. And she went, well, you know, it works. Right. Got all, all of my deer heads hanging on the wall and all that stuff in my man cave. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't disagree with any of those points. I know. But, I mean, I already got enough, enough crap in the garage. I, you know. So, <laughs> I know. And, folks, don't, don't get me wrong. I know if I meet the right woman, okay, we're going to have to figure out a way to merge our two environment 100 percent. okay well that's the trick is i'm willing to sit down and compromise on life yes and if i can find somebody that's willing to sit down and compromise on life 
life's challenges and meet halfway on all of it. Right. What a fab, what a fantastic life that would be. Right. So, you know, a good example is, is, you know, I've been, I want to sell this house. Everybody knows that. Okay. Um, I want to sell this house and you know, this is where Andrew took his life. So I want to buy a piece of property up near Magnolia and I want to build a shed, you know, 30 by 50, similar to what our, my, our friend Eddie has, you know, and I want to build a she shed and a man cave. Oh, there you go. You know, I, it's about compromise. Here's your room. You do whatever you want with it. Here's my studio room. I want to do whatever I want with it. Now, I'll put most of my stuff, my memorabilia, you know, like I want to put I want to put this desk in there and I want to put my three bookshelves with all my books and I, I want to set up my TV in there and there's going to be certain things that I'm going to want to put up in there. Right. But here's the whole thing. If you tell me that I can't put up my swords in the main house, we're going to have a problem. So in this man, in this building, does she get a hundred square feet and you get the rest or is it going to be, how's that going to work? So, so you build two different buildings or, or oh, no, what I can do is set it up as, you know, this is my studio. You can have the same size for the she shed and the rest of it is going to be for tractors and lawnmowers and things like that for storage, right. you know? Right. I mean, because if you're going to build a shed like that, tools and stuff like that, that's where yeah. all that stuff's going to go. Right. You know? And so that that's how I look at it. In, in a tractor, a place where you store your tractors and stuff like that, that's actually a family area because you're using that to maintain the living area of your property. So what if you actually bought a piece of property that already had a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house on it and a 30-by-50 metal building? Okay. Did she get the house and you get the metal building? No. What? No. Why not? She's going to want all your shit in the shit. <laughs> yeah, tough luck. That's There you go. See, like I said, there is going to be compromise. My swords, some of them will be displayed in my house. And See, it's, this, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's and this is maybe this is why I'm single because this it's supposed to be our house. So right? shouldn't our stuff go in it? If it's just her stuff and not mine, then is it technically our house or is it just her house? Okay, well, if you get the shed, what does she get? I'm not saying I get the shed. I know. You are the 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 thirty by fifty metal building. I don't want. I don't want. The, well, I don't want the whole thing. She's not going to have nothing to do with that building. Okay, that's fine. That's her choice. But when but family gonna... comes over to visit, the house has to represent me as well. Oh, I see your point. See, knowing my luck, I'd put a sword up. And once I put the sword up in the house because I demanded it, that damn thing would fall off the wall and stab somebody in the neck. And then she's like, see, I told you, if you'd have put them damn swords out there, they wouldn't have fallen off the wall. That's my luck. 
like you would think of that. What the I'm fuck? telling you, I don't think of it. This shit happens to me for real. Oh my gosh. For what real. The hell? Okay. Know, man. Well, see, okay, there you go. But that's why I'm probably single, is because I would expect it to be mutual. I would expect if she wants to put up this decoration, okay, you need to make space for this decoration. You right. know? And I don't care. I'm giving her the opportunity to make it look good. All I'm saying is it has to be part of the room. If you want to make it look good, I don't care. But it's got to be part of my house, too, or our house. I mean, that's the key point. You're not going to do that. You're not going to have swords in every room in the house. No. I I only want, you know, I only want to display my swords in certain key areas. I'm not going to do it in the formal dining room, not going to do it in the kitchen, not going to do it in the dining room. I don't have to have no swords in any other room. You don't want them in the bathroom, you know. I may display a sword on my side of the bed or a set of swords on my side of the bed, depending on my dresser or whatever. That That's not a big deal. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to want to have a set in the living room because that is my living space as well. Why shouldn't it also represent me? And I agree with you. I would put my swords up and then we'd have a floral bed set with <laughs> lots of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where the thing. I mean, if you think I don't, about it, I don't have a problem with the floral, uh, uh, any of the floral stuff. But as long as there's, you know, a sword sitting there, you know, stabbing the flower. No, I'm just kidding. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. teasing, folks. One of the flowers has to be a skull and crossbones. That's there you all. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, here's the whole thing. I have a shelf. That is dedicated to Andrew. And that will go with me no matter where I go. And oh, the person I, I live with, they're going to have to accept that that's a part of me and wherever I live. Yeah. It, you're going to have to. They're going to have Because what if they have the same problem? What, what if they have the same issues in life that you had? Yes. They're going to have to have theirs, and you're going to understand that. So Yes, exactly. But, I mean, that's the whole thing is is it's not the prettiest shelf. It's not the best-looking shelf. And if you want to make it look better, that's fine. But it's going to be a part of my house. Right. That is not going to change, you know, and that's that that's my passion. And so... For you to tell me that I can't have something I'm passionate about in my own house, yeah, there you go. There's a reason, you know. So dating can be challenging because meeting women that are going to be I don't know. I'm a nice guy. I really am. I mean, you can you go back to the intro to April, and you get a really good understanding of how I am when I go on dates. I'm, I'm a really I, nice guy. But I think the big thing is, is I do have my boundaries, my catch points, my whatever, you know, that I don't budge on. You know, sort of like my red flags. I just don't budge flat out. I, I just have... 
That's true. You know, so, and I guess, oh, by the way, I will tell you, it was really funny. I did a TikTok where it says, what's your red flag? Oh, did you? <laughs> yes, I got to tell you. And it came up with friends with the ex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I am somewhat. I, I don't know if we're we're we do good. We, you know, right? You know, I don't know if we'd say we're friends, but we do good. You know, so we co-parent well. Right. I, that's I think good. That, that's a good analogy. So I have so. a scenario for you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a dating scenario or a life scenario. Definite dating scenario. You really. You've only been on a date or two, maybe three or four, and you plan on, okay, right after work, we're going to meet, and or I'll pick you up, and then we're going to go have dinner. Okay. Right. Never discuss where you're going to go or whatever. Right. Okay. okay. So you get in the car, and you go, we're going to go to Whataburger because I'm really hungry for Whataburger. And she goes, no, 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 I want Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay. So what do you, what's, what's the next move? What do you, what's, what's going to happen? Are you going to cave and say, okay, we'll eat Kentucky fried chicken. Are you going to say, no, we're going to Whataburger. What are you going to do? Actually, (laughs) you're not going to like my response. No, no. The reason I brought this scenario up is because I want your response. I know what your response is going to be. Okay. What's my response? You're going to slap her in the back of the head and go, shut up. We're going to Whataburger. No, I would not do that. I know I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> wanted to know what your scenario would be because mine, we would be eating at KFC. Yeah. So mine would be, okay, are we going to Whataburger tomorrow? If she said yes, okay, I'll go to KFC. If she said no, I would say, okay, I'm not in the mood for KFC. We'll have to go somewhere else. See, I don't like that competitiveness. I'm not trying to be competitive. Okay. But I mean, it, it's confrontational. Yes. Okay. It, I will it's admit cha- it's confrontational. It challenges your, it, it, I don't know the words. I'm going to think of them in, in a minute. Well, but see, but see, my part, part of that is, is, okay, I want Whataburger. You want KFC. I'm proposing a give and take. Okay. I'm right. giving you, and then you're giving back tomorrow. Right. Isn't that what a relationship is supposed to be about? Yes. Okay. So there, just know that there's different ways of approaching that. Oh, I don't disagree okay. with you. Here, here's a scenario that I would do. Okay. I wouldn't even say. I go, hey, I want Whataburger. Oh no, well, I want KFC. All right, we'd go to KFC. Right. I wouldn't say tomorrow we're going to work. I wouldn't say anything else. We'd go to KFC. The next time that comes up. I'd go, hey, I want to go to Whataburger. She should say, okay. Right. Or if she says, no, I want Pizza Hut, I'm going to go, well, we kind of went to KFC last time, so I'd like to go to Whataburger. What if she said no? Then she probably wouldn't have been in the car in the first place. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been living with her dating her in the first place if she was like that. But you understand my point. See, that's where I think being forward, and maybe that's, you know, part of the reason why I'm single is I'm too forward. You know, it, yes, it's a little confrontational. I, I honestly, I'm about the give and take. Okay. It's 
okay, I'll go to KFC today. I'm giving, but you know, I want to go to work burger. That's what I'm in the mood for. So can we go to there tomorrow? And if she said, yes, you know, I I'm fine with that. See, that's, that's the whole thing because if she says no, well then you kind of have to question, does she really even care about how you feel or what your desires are? You know, it's simple and small. Right. But here's the whole thing. She has to know that was what you were craving. For you to change what you're craving for her, that says a lot. Or vice versa, right. Right, exactly. And for her to say, okay, yeah, we can go to Whataburger tomorrow. I have no problem with that. That means she cares enough about you to let you get what you want. All she's asking you to do is wait for a day. Right. Okay. And so that, Actually, she's not doing that. You're doing that. You're, you're saying, okay, we'll go to KFC. We're going to Whataburger tomorrow. Right. But, you're, you're letting her know that we're going to wait. You're going to wait a day to fulfill your craving. Right. But also by the same token, when you do that, you are putting her desire first and showing that you care about her and her desires. And so what you're wanting is for her to reciprocate. Yes. And so that's kind of where, you know, because if you said, you know, if if it, if the role was reversed, if, you know, she said, hey, I want pizza tonight, and you said, really not feeling pizza, can we go to Wendy's? You know, or something like that. And she's like, well, I can do Wendy's tonight as long as I can get some pizza tomorrow. And you're like, okay. You know, you're just not feeling pizza, but that doesn't mean that you won't change tomorrow. See, the way you just said that doesn't sound challenging or confrontational. No, it doesn't. It didn't. The first time it sounded challenging and confrontational, like, all right, we're going to do what you want to do but we better damn sure do what I want to do the next day. I'm just reading this for sitting. Now I still have another scenario to all this situation. Okay. But you understand my point. It's about the give and take and you have to, because if she doesn't care about what you want to do or what you want to eat and she's like, yeah, I don't care. Then really should, should you be in the relationship in the first place? Exactly. Or they let you do, they let you go to Whataburger and then they bitch about it the whole time or vice versa. Right. And see, so that's about the whole time. Right. So that's my that's part that that's part of why I was coming across confrontational, because when you get like that, it's like, okay, then you have to reevaluate. Okay, if they're like this with just going to eat, how are they going to be with other things? Right. So I'm just saying, you know, people think it's small, but sometimes the small things will tell you a lot. When you give in like that and don't say anything, like, oh, okay, we'll go to KFC, then the next time it's, no, I don't want Whataburger. And then they do everything in their power to try to control the narrative on a day-to-day basis. Yes. Okay, so here's another scenario. Okay, go ahead. I've done this when I was married. Okay. Okay, where are we going to dinner? Well, I want KFC. Okay, I want Whataburger. All right, so let's come up with a completely different place for both of us to go that we both agree upon. Yes. We're going to go to Pizza Hut. Right. 
Agreed. Okay, not Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. Agreed. Whatever the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Either of you. But, I mean, and down the road, you know, I would go, and I've had that scenario with my ex-wife. Right. We've done that several times, and it worked great. So the next day at lunch, when she's at her job, I'm at mine, guess what I had for lunch? Yeah, Whataburger. Whataburger. Right. And she had KFC, you know, that kind of deal. Right. So that one really worked for us for a while. And then, you know, our relationship had other issues. And right. that stuff just took. But, yeah, that's the sad part. But I think, and so my problem with that scenario is you're not addressing. It's simple. It really is. It's like, okay, neither one of us are going to get what we want. Okay, what's wrong with that? Shouldn't you both be happy? Yes. You, and the next day you went during lunch. But are you really addressing the whole thing? Cause is it really that important? No. I mean. But what if it's other things in life? But what see, if it's not what just saying. a restaurant? What if it's other things, bigger things? You know, it's. But it, it was a compromise to come together on yeah. a, a situation. Right. Which when you fight. Yes. She wants this. He wants this. Yes. What do you got to do? You got to compromise. He's not going to get what he wants. She's not going to, 100%. You got to come down to the 50 50 and you got to work together to come to a compromise. Right. That's the way I tried to lead my life so much for that shit. (laughs) Hey, mine didn't work either. I'm single too. So, you know, (laughs) it sounds great. I know. I know. But, you know, that's the whole thing. I know I'm not perfect. And I know that my philosophy probably doesn't match up with 75% of the people out there, maybe even more. I think you'll surprise yourself. I think you'll be really surprised. Okay. But I will say, I only need one. That's right. But I do think you'll be surprised. Okay. Because you're you're not as far off the mark as you say you are. Well, I don't necessarily think I I'm, think the same thing. I think I'm an uh, empathetic little, you know, tail between my legs coward because in my mind, I would have never said I wanted to go to Whataburger. I okay. wouldn't even, I could care less where we go to eat. I just need food. Right. And the only thing that I would say is they better serve beer so that I can have a beer with dinner, you know, or something like that. Right. So, of course, now I crave seafood, so if I was to go out on a date, it would be a seafood place. Nice. you know, seafood, you know, we talked about that. Yeah. You know, our wives didn't like seafood. So that was a hell of a 20 or 15 to 20-year compromise that you and I sacrificed in our relationships. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And I granted, I got to give my ex perks because every once in a while— she would put on goggles and clip her no- put a thing on her nose and all that stuff with gloves and go in and cook fish right. or shrimp or something in the kitchen. Right. And not because I wanted it, but because the kids wanted it. Right. And she would say that. She's like, the kids want fish. And I'm like, I always want fish. I know. Exactly. So, no, my, my ex-wife, she would do the uh, Red Lobster. We talked about that. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, it, it's interesting. You you say that I'm probably more people are, you know, like me or or you know. But it, it's 
I don't know if I agree with that, but I understand your point. I'll, I'll argue that point. I think there are more men out there just like you than there are more men out there like me. Okay. How many men do you know that would be a housewife? Oh, yeah. No, I understand your point. Okay, that's a fair point. You, so got, you got me on that one. Population, and they're not allowed to be gay. That's cheating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, you went there. Anyway. <laughs> sure did, fellas. Anyway. Not bad. But no, it, it's it's funny, but, you know, it's... I don't know that it's, I only need one. I only got to find the one that matches up with my train of thought. She wants to give as much as I want to give. But here, are we looking for a needle in a needle stack in a field full of needles? Yes. Exactly right. Yes. Not a needle in a haystack. We're looking for a needle, needle in a needle, a needle stack. in a field of needles. Exactly. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I even if I put my range to 50 miles, who's to say that the, the girl that's made for me is even in Houston? Hell, she could be in Colorado. True. You know, and that's the problem. You know, we may see, never run across each other. Yeah, but then you might have run across them and dropped the ball. Like Bucky's. Yeah, I don't know. That, no? Yeah. Well, she could have it, just easily said, if she was interested, she could have easily stopped you and said, hey, here's my number. Hey, yeah, honey, what are you walking away for? She might not have had an opportunity. I might not have given her an opportunity. I might have ran out of there as fast as I could. However, the good Lord, if the good, if that was a match made in heaven, the good Lord is going to put us back in each other's paths at some point. Oh, yeah. 100%. Or something would have been I different. Say, I will recognize her in a split second. <laughs> you could, And sometimes that's what you have to have is faith that right. there was a reason, you know, and so it just wasn't meant to be, you know. See, and I learned the word subservient from the Bible. Oh, yeah. God says, be subservient unto me. And you should be subservient unto your spouse. Right. In so many words. I mean, no, if anybody, I know, I know. I'm not quoting word for word the Bible, but that's what I get out of it. Yes. Got to cover my boundaries. I don't want somebody coming at me going, you don't know shit about the Bible. No. I read it twice, and I know a lot about it, but I might not, you know. Well, I'm old. we're I'm old. old people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've slept a lot. <laughs> Yeah. I slept any time since I read it the second time. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, And just because you read it doesn't mean you'll always fully grasp everything. Because it seems like every time I read a book, Bible or not, I always find something I didn't catch the first time. What did they say? There was a statistic out years ago, and I don't know how accurate it is now. I would like to look it up and find out. But if you read a book, you only maintain like 18% of it the first time. Okay, I that must if be for average people. Second time, yeah. If you read the second time, it jumps up to like eighty or ninety percent. Oh, okay. But you'll still you'll still miss things that you read the first time and the second time and possibly the third time. Yeah. 
Nah, one of the things underlining meanings. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it's it's good. Sorry, I was I interrupted you, but um, I was gonna say Junior always makes fun of me because when I pick up a book, generally I can grasp fifty percent or more of the book the first time I read it. Now, are you actually taking the time to sound out each individual word? Or are you blazing through the book quickly? Um, There's a different type of reading. I know. If you read word for word for word for word for word, hell yeah, you're going to pick up 50% of it. But if you're breezing through it, you know, I fairly. Read, I read word for word for word. You're going to get, yeah. But I can read 700 pages in about eight hours. That's fine. Uh, I will read it in a day. I literally, if I pick it up at night, I won't sleep until the book's done. Yeah, see, I'll pick it up, and in the second page, I'll be asleep. Oh, no. No. Especially in the evening. I can absolutely, if I can't sleep, put something in front of me. Even if it's a piece of paper. Right. Like some of the stuff. You know, this is stuff that from the bank and, you know, Interesting stuff from the bank. If I start reading that by the time I get to the bottom of the page, I'll be out. C-C-N-T. <laughs> That's the Cisco book. First oh, page, yeah. I was asleep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anything Microsoft, too. Good Lord. That one's not as bad. C-C-N-T. Oh, my God. I, I, picked the, I bought the book so I could try to get certi- certified. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So. They anyway. blow the man. They blow. Oh my God! They just love to hear themselves talk. The first six chapters, or the, the way I made this book. Yes. Oh my God! Nobody gives a damn. Get to the point. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, or we got. We, yeah, we got way off subject on this one. Back and That's forth. Right. I know. We're good. So, dude, we're at one one hour and seventeen. Holy crap! I wasn't even paying attention. Awesome episode. This kind of stuff. I love talking about this stuff. I could do this every night. So we are, just to remind folks, we are on YouTube now. Yes. And so, you know, we're slowly putting up additional episodes. Yeah, wasn't Nick? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a horrible dancer. So, (laughs) yeah. I did take salsa lessons once, but, you know. With a bad knee. With a bad knee, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, but no, we are on YouTube, so you get to do see our silly faces, our laughters, our um yeah. Do I have a pimple today? No, I'm just kidding. And, <laughs> 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 I'm just teasing folks. But uh the other part of it is is uh we are taking clips and putting them on TikTok. So yes. we're doing little clips. I'm trying to find these little you know, funny points are good informational points, and I will I will cut them out and we'll upload them to TikTok, and we have a lot of fun with that. So, um, if you just want to see us, and you're not a YouTube fan, but you're a TikTok fan, or you're a YouTube fan and not a TikTok fan, it's whatever. You'll find us on both platforms. Yep, sure will. So we're having fun with it. Um, the other thing is, is what was it? Um, upcoming episode. Um, I don't know if it's going to be next week, but we are having a guest from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes, Cammie's coming back on. I'm excited. Well, she also gave us alternatives if we want somebody different. 
Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, so she actually proposed the top fundraiser since 2019 is um is is she's going to talk to her and see if she wants to come on our show. So now wait, isn't that the lady we met at the last walk? Was she the top fundraiser? Because we talked to her. She had actually done a golf tournament or a golf outing. No, she did the axe throwing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought maybe it was the same lady that we, I was going to get excited because she was great. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to look because she gave us a business card. Yes. Yes. So I, that's that. Maybe we'll have to ask. But yeah, she she asked me if if we wanted to have her on the show. So it'd be interesting. Plus, there's uh, what is it? The Doctor Ned, um, who's a clinical psychologist. Um. Yeah. So we've got two choices. I told her I'd like to talk to the top earner. I mean, I'd I'd be honored to have both of them. But the the top earner kind of intrigued me. You right. know, so, um, uh, you know, so we're going to we're going to try to do that, um, bring some information to you guys. I think it's going to be a, a, a good episode. If um, we uh, if we get the psychologist on, he's going to charge me. Uh, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to go, Nick, you need to come in for about 10 more sessions. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we could tell him. No, he, he could come back on the podcast for 10 more sessions and maybe you could get it for free. Anyway, no, I'm just going to. Yeah, whatever. You're hilarious. So, but no, we've got some great stuff coming, folks. So, we just wanted to share that with you. And you know, go find us on uh, YouTube or TikTok. Um, I think on TikTok, I'm under JTalk Three or something like that. Um, you know, we're just trying to promote the show. You know, and you know, do some really cool stuff and. Seeing our facial expressions, Nick's always making fun of me for, you know, the laughter. I think I've been watching a couple of clips. I think I'm a little, I don't know if I'd say, not dead inside, but I'm not as lively in the face as Nick is. Nick's hilarious, folks. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. I do have enthusiasm. I just don't show it. On my face. It's second nature for me. I'm, you know, I've been behind one of these things for decades, so I, I it's know. just nature for me. But I do want to say something though before we get before we end this podcast. I really do want any woman that listens to this podcast to challenge me on the thought processes that we talked about, especially when it comes to dating. Okay. I really want to challenge you to come out. And we, I was actually kind of hoping that we'd have a uh, Abigail back on the podcast tonight because I knew her and I were going to get down. I knew that it was going to almost come to blows in a good way. No, yeah, exactly. And, and discuss it because it's very frustrating for us people that don't understand. And can you imagine two people that want to try to make things work and they really care about each other, but they're frustrated because they don't know how to do it. Right. So the more you talk about it and the more you understand it, then you learn each other's synchronicities and structures, thought process and things like that. It's either going to work or not. The last relationship when I was in, we did. We sat down and tried to discipline and structure, and it was so completely different. I mean, I could go on for days, but it, the thought process was so off the chain either way. Right. So one's not right, one's not wrong. 
They're just completely opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to thought process. Right. So, Which means you don't meet each other's needs. Absolutely do not. Both ways. Yes. Both ways. So, yeah. At yeah. that point, it's just a lustful relationship or whatever. Right. You're just afraid of being alone. So there's just that. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's comes into bad. But I want to challenge you ladies to let's get down on this thing because I want to learn. You want to learn. You might have questions. You might have demands or, hey, try this section structure or, you know, whatever. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hit it up. Emails on the on the podcast. Exactly. Hit, hit yeah. Hit us up. We definitely. Uh, don't come over here and just, you know, punch me in the jaw because I was. <laughs> I thought you liked that sort of thing. Anyway, no, I was kidding. No, that's not a punch. I know. <laughs> I just messed it with you. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Hopefully you can cut that one out. <laughs> anyway, so, well, folks, there you go. You know, seriously, though, you know, um, hit us up, you know, email us, you know, and, of course, follow us, you know, share us with your friends. Somebody's got to be going through some of the stuff. I know there are people that go based on what I'm seeing on TikTok. I know there are people who are going through people doing it. Yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, (laughs) I'm just messing with you. Uh, I love you. (laughs) I love you, man. So, do you have anything else, man, for the crowd? Are we good? We're good. Okay, folks. Thanks for being a fan and. Keep following, keep listening.